Welcome to the Booker's Alliance podcast, where we hold the pencil and the pencil is power. Coming at you right now is your host, Marky Mark, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Donaldson. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing landscape of professional wrestling. So hang on tight, you jabronis, and enjoy the ride. Hey, welcome in, welcome in, everybody. Thank you for joining today's episode of the Booker's Alliance podcast. Come on in the house, grab yourself a ringside seat, some popcorn, a gallon of gas, some Coke from the convenience store, whatever you got, because today's episode is all about automobile spots in the worlds of professional wrestling. Frank, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And so since we're since we're going to do vehicles today, Figured I'd be the only one over here having myself a frosty. So since you're going to do the driving today, I'll I'm be in the, the passenger DD. seat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got to have a sober driver driving. The other guy can do what he wants in the back seat. So I'm going to go ahead and get in the back seat here, pull, crack me open a few cold ones. And we're going to talk vehicles and wrestling today. <laughs> All right. So little known fact, y'all may not know yet. Me and Frank here, we're pretty much gearheads. We we love cars. Anything about cars. We got a pretty big auto show coming up this weekend in our area. So that was kind of the inspiration for today's episode and there's been a pretty good bit of, of vehicles used within the world of professional wrestling yeah i mean they work you get a lot of car guys you know like like ourselves you get a lot of wrestlers who are adrenaline junkies you know like fast cars like strong cars some of them just like big stuff you know the opportunity to just ride and whatever i mean so it's a good mix. Wrestling fans and car guys kind of go hand in hand. It's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I like that combination. That's there a good go. combination. <laughs> all right. So we're going to kick this off with uh, uh, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin and all of the vehicles that kind of he had because he had our own subsection for our episode here. So let's start it off with the beer truck. That's the most synonymous one. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll never forget him coming out and spraying, you know, because you've never seen him before. One, for two, I've never seen a beer truck with a nozzle on it that sprayed beer like that. I mean, he was driving a delivery truck. I've seen many a delivery truck pull up into a grocery store, convenience store, whatever. I ain't never seen a guy pull out a nozzle and start spraying it, you know, at 100 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour worth of pressure. I'd like to see it, but yeah. I've never seen that one. I'm still waiting on that, but somehow or another, they pulled that one off for. Yeah, that one, that one had a great image of Austin out there just... Just spraying everybody down with the beer hose. Um, was it McMahon or Shane that was in the ring swimming? I was Vince in there swimming. For <laughs> swimming in Shane the beer. Shane was holding on to the ropes for dear life, <laughs> like he was like he was drowning. Vince was just swimming right along in there, along with everybody in the first ten rows. Probably, yeah. Everybody got wet that night. No, nobody went home sober in the in the in the floor section that night. That's just for Im- sure. Just imagine if you got pulled over. Ah, <laughs> I swear, officer, I was at a wrestling show. Yeah, you, you hope that was way before cell phones and. Video, so there was no way to have proof. So yeah, if you went home that night, I don't know. You if you got pulled over, yeah, you got carded that day. You breathalyzers all around on that one. <laughs> so that's that's kind of the first of the category. The second one that uh, comes to mind uh, has to be the Zamboni that he drove down to yeah. the ring. About knocked the ring off of its platform. Yeah, ran, <laughs> bailed right into the ring. Then he got up and ran right down the hood of the thing and jumped in the ring. I mean, <laughs> you know, heck of a visual. You, what can you? What else can you say about that? Just a heck of a visual. A lot of fun. I mean, you know. You, a lot of times when they do wrestling, they're going to people's hockey arenas or basketball arenas. You know, most of them kind of share. So I'm sure there was just a Zamboni hanging around and somebody looked at it and said, hey, what do you think about that? And 
put a couple good minds together, and all of a sudden you got a Zamboni going down. And I can imagine how the conversation went. Steve, can you drive that? Well, hell no, but hell yes. <laughs> yeah, it's got a steering wheel and a pedal. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It'll work itself out. <laughs> so um, the next one that comes to mind uh, is not one that he drove. However, it's one that he destroyed, and that was Vince McMahon's Corvette. He filled that thing full of concrete to where the windows busted. Oh, yeah. they. I think I've heard somewhere else that that wasn't a planned spot. They just had the windows up so the cement would go up there. It just so happened they would record, you know, right at the right time when those windows burst. So, I mean, that also made a memorable vision, you know, visual that yep. you just can't forget. All of a sudden you see the windows just burst and cement just start pouring out of the sides of it. And Vince just standing there like floored, like he just couldn't believe what was happening. Watching a good quality Corvette just go to waste like that. I, I also remember sitting there like, what are we doing right now? Like, <laughs> why? But when you got a fleet of cars, I guess you could let one go for the for the, for the the business. So <laughs> you sacrificed one that night. Uh, this one uh, I was present for in, in a way. Uh, this one happened in our hometown of Charlotte. Uh, where they blew up the DX bus. Ah, there you go. So we were in the arena. The cameras cut to the back, and you see Austin out there running his mouth, and you're going, oh, God, what's he getting into now? What's he doing? <laughs> Next thing you know, you see the bus, and you figure out, you start putting two and two together, and then this huge just cushion wave just kind of <laughs> through the arena it's like who hit me in the chest <laughs> right what, is what am i feeling right now <laughs> but i got a friend that was on the charlotte mecklenburg fire department that night who was there who kind of helped kind of that bus blow up and he said they did not shy away on the explosives oh i'm sure they did i mean wwe never had never had any problem with going out for pyro and things like that but again it's the visual you know you got a television product if you blow up a bus and it comes out looking like the exploding ring of death in AEW, then you know you just let a fart in church but you know when you see fireworks go off and then you see a major explosion like that i mean you know that visual just sits in your memory forever what what was that 25 years ago that it yep. happened and i mean we're still talking about it laughing still, at it today i still feel the shock yeah, there you go <laughs> i mean you know and again it's it's a visual you're never going to get over just nope. seeing it happen i'm sure at some point in time you came home rewatched it on tv just like wow yeah can't believe what i just saw here you like know? we felt it but i didn't know it did that yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah you know people being that close to it things like that you you know that was also a shock you know normally i don't think they would have they would let that happen in 2023 let's just put it like that <laughs> all right so let's transition away from austin and let's move on to one of his funnier counterparts that being kurt angle okay <laughs> so kurt angle had the infamous spot with the milk truck the milk truck a, a la austin's beer truck angle gets a milk truck yep <laughs> went with his character I, I remember hearing kurt and later on saying that that milk was just a mixture of like powder, like powdered milk and water. But he said there was some milk in, in those bottles that he drank. And I remember him saying, you know, right after he had to leave and get on a flight and didn't have time to clean up and shower and all that. And he said, you know, the stench was just, <laughs> and I'm sure the same thing was the people that got soaked in the beer truck. I'm sure all the people that got wet with that water powder mix, I'm sure they weren't too thrilled about it the next day either, you know, yeah. as they were still smelling the remnants of that. And that time, Austin was on the receiving end of that, yeah. correct? <laughs> he was a heel at that point. He was, right. That's when he was with Vince McMahon. And Kurt Angle decided he was going to show them. So he drove his little red milk truck out. <laughs> 
And somehow or another, again, they came, they came out with the same hose. Yeah, I, I don't know where they're getting these fire hoses at on all these delivery trucks, but somehow or another, they got it. Pow, here you go. I remember, though, watching him scale the truck, and he almost busted. He he almost didn't make it up the truck. Like, he he slipped a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that truck wasn't like the big, the big delivery truck that they use for the beer bash. That was... Nah. Uh, <laughs> something that was a little uh, delivery van or something. I think we saw it on most one of the treasures where they were uh, out yeah, trying to yeah, hunt yeah. it down. Yeah, that was just just the the company's little milk delivery van from back in the fifties or whatever it was. So, what definitely wasn't meant to be scaled. I definitely don't think they ever intended to have a fire hose attached to it. But no. you alter it, you make it work. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next one. Um, this one happened uh, pretty recent. But definitely something we have never seen in the world of professional wrestling. Brock Lesnar and his tractor. That was oh, wow. one of the craziest spots I've ever seen. Yeah, that that was definitely different. I mean, we've seen a lot of things done with rings. Uh, you just mentioned a little bit ago the Zamboni hitting the ring, kind of shaking it, knocking it over a few feet. That was something, but I don't know if we've ever seen or will ever see a plow come out and lift a ring, what, 20 feet in the air? Yeah, only a farm boy is going to pull that out. <laughs> yeah, that isn't that going to be a common thing. I mean, I remember when he drove it down there and then stood on it and he was cutting a promo. Remember, he chucked the mic at Roman and Roman, Roman just, just casually just stuck his hand out. Damn thing went right in his hand. And I, I remember watching it like, wait, did, did they, did they, did they, you know, CGI that or how the hell did that happen? The robot was just like, yeah, it just kind of happened. You know, it was movie magic that just takes effect. But I thought that was going to be the end of it, right? I really thought that was the yeah. end. When Brock kind of backed the thing up and, you know, took it all off back in the aisle, I'm like, all right, well, that, I, I guess, you know, they drove a plow to the ring. Why not? When he got back in that thing and during the middle of the match, <laughs> and all of a sudden he went and jabbed it into the ring, and he did the same thing because he didn't get under the ring clear, if you remember yep. the first time. Yep. He got under there a little bit and – jammed the ring over and you know i was like whoa wait a minute this this looks real dangerous whatever's about to happen right now then all of a sudden you see that ring start lifted and robin starts rolling backwards and my goodness I, what uh, again the visual of it yeah we kept saying though you remember at the beginning of the event we kept saying why in the world is the the ring why is it so wide around yeah the they had they had it all these weird. trails in there you know on the floor and i'm like you know they could have packed in twenty thousand yep. more people in here if they had filled in dc why did they do that and, you know it never made sense until we saw that plow and it's like wait a minute <laughs> okay what well, you know but again i thought it was just to drive it to the ring just to say we did nah <laughs> yeah no we definitely got more than i bargained for out of that deal it's some some pretty good visuals that i don't think either was or ever no <laughs> hopefully not hopefully not because that really took that really put the match on a twist after that you know yep let's move on to uh uh mr uh lie we cheat we steal mr eddie guerrero ah he had some great automobiles throughout the years in these oh, low yeah. riders. Oh yeah, definitely. The the low riders were I mean, you know, they really fit his character. You know, that was when low riders and the hydraulics on the cars were really in style. Yep. And you know, that was just a thing. And Eddie being from Texas, I didn't really know it was a Texas thing, but I, th I always thought it was a Cali thing. Yeah, yeah that which when uh Ray Mysterio started doing it, you know, with the six one nine and all that, it really kind of fit. But 
you know, Ray kind of transitioned out to another story and Eddie kept that all the way until the end. You know, he drove those lowriders to the very end. And I mean, the way he, you know, with his attitude, with his, you know, lie, cheat and steal and all that, it just kind of fits. So, yeah. you know, you got comfortable with it after a while and you're like, okay, well, th- this fits his character. And what was cool with some of those cars is, you know, being car guys, we know the car itself, the car is not that valuable. But the hydraulics and the paint jobs that were on those cars. Oh, my God. Dude, a 50, 60, 70 grand easy on some yeah, of those cars. That was a, one of those was on that Most Wanted Treasures this past season, too. And I think they ended up paying the guy hefty money for it. The guy that is still in pretty much the same condition as when they used it, you know, 20 years before. And they had to pay him a nice hefty penny for it. I know he ended up making more than he said he bought it for. But, again, you know, it, it's something you're not going to find everywhere. Because no. they weren't you know, using their old cars. They were just kind of renting these cars for local people that were in the area and to track, be able to track one down, you know, get numbers that match and things like that. And for it to almost still be in the same condition. I mean, that's a piece of history. Yeah. And in Ray Mysterio and Snoop, they kind of did the Eddie Guerrero car entrances past yeah. WrestleMania. That was very cool for them to kind of do that throwback. Yep. And you know what? What more fitting way to pay homage to Eddie? Yeah, definitely. Remember, even Rider. Vicky Guerrero did one over yep. in AEW. Which she she did an interest down there. It didn't bounce as much with Vicky was in it though. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the reason behind that, but you know they couldn't get it to bounce just as much. But. <laughs> well, we will we will go there. Okay. Just uh, just just observe, observing observing know. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to um, a, a this one isn't a particular person's vehicle, but a vehicle that's been used over and over and over again, maybe just because of the availability of it, since it has to drive all the ring gear and stuff. But tractor trailers, 18-wheelers, yeah, they, they're, they're synonymous within the world of pro wrestling. Yeah, there's always one around. I mean, like you said, they're, they've, they've got a fleet of them themselves, you know, that they drive to every event where they're carrying camera crew, ring crew, all that other stuff. So if you need one, hey, you just kind of take those graphics off the side of it really quick and you can <laughs> kind of make go. whatever you need happen, happen. Uh, so we've seen several different iterations of an 18-wheeler. Uh, one that comes to mind is Hogan trying to kill The Rock yep. in, in the 18-wheeler. Ran The Rock down. In a, when <laughs> the Rock was in a car trying to leave off and they barreled into him or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and uh, you know we've seen uh, Vince McMahon. You know, have an infamous spot with a tractor trailer or two. Yeah. That, yeah. that death by Vince McMahon. That was yeah. definitely in, and he hit the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he did something. That's for sure. They, <laughs> you know, barreled right under it. And just, you know, danger, dangerous times they were playing around with. But again, it's their vehicles. You know, they could kind of really do what they want with them. Yeah. But they're also kind of multifaceted because you've had people like Mark Henry, do a feat of strength by pulling yeah, the pulling 18 wheel, really. which you never thought you'd see that. <laughs> and then Braun Strowman flipping an 18 wheel. Yeah, flip, <laughs> he flipped the cab of the truck over. You know, again, different feats of strength that you see. And it's like, man, you know, how, you know, these guys are, when they say they're strong, they ain't joking around. When you can pull an 18 wheeler with the trailer on it, you're doing a hell of a lot of pulling. So I've always looked at those spots, though, and I went, you know, really? Like, is that real? Like, you know, and then you see 
Like I saw Braun Strowman, I think we went to an event and when he stacked up against Brock's, you know, standing yeah. nose to nose, that dude's huge. Yeah. <laughs> when you, yeah. When you look at him, you're like, oh, damn. I'm, I'm, okay. Maybe right. they could flip an 18. I don't, I don't know if maybe he didn't do it, but if anybody was going to do it, they damn sure picked the right guy <laughs> to do it. Same thing with Mark Henry. I mean, when you stand next to him, he's like a bear. Yeah. So, you know, when you, when you see him put a couple straps on his back and really start, you know, I mean, he was sweating like hell. So it didn't like he was just out there folding. It in. I mean, no. you can see Mark was putting work in, and all of a sudden you see a damn eighteen wheeler with a trailer start rolling. There ain't nobody in the back of it pushing it, <laughs> and you ain't gonna shift it in gear. Not an eighteen wheeler. You ain't gonna shift it in gear without hearing the motor, without you know running Mark over. Because I mean, Mark was crawling, but you, again, you're pulling an eighteen wheeler. Yeah. So there really ain't no way to fudge that one, you know, unless you had fifty guys in the back of it pushing and. God, you know, osmosis was trying, you know, trying to think of the wheels to roll. So, yeah, when you think of that, that that stuff is real. But, whew, my God. So going from one big truck to another, monster trucks. Ah, the monster trucks. Monster trucks. WCW played around with those monster trucks. They had a, a few of them there. Oh, they yeah. Had, they had a, uh, a NWO one. They had yep. a Macho Man one. They had a Hogan Giant one. Giant had one. Yeah, Sting had one, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Hey, the WCW, they really played in the monster truck world. WWE never really got into that, but no. WCW as a whole, I mean, if you were a top star over there, somehow or another, you got a monster truck. I monster remember, trucks, they had race cars. I remember they had NASCAR yeah. race cars. WCW delved into a lot of out-of-the-box thinking as far as vehicles and stuff went. I remember even Goldberg had a monster truck. Yeah, yeah. He had one, and it, and it was called, before it was called Goldberg, it was called Maximum Carnage. And I remember the guy that drove that truck. Spider-Man? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy that drove that truck, he wound up winning, like, I don't know how many world titles. Wow. That that truck was really cool. Um, but, yeah, that, those are some big old, big old trucks. Uh, but then you know, there's been fashionable cars that's come through. Uh, you've had JBL and his limo, yeah, uh, with the big old bull horns with on the, the big front. bull horns on the front. Oh yeah, JBL will always be synonymous with that cowboy hat and that limo. Oh yeah, the, that, with the big bull horns on it. <laughs> if he, he wasn't, who is it? JRU. JRU. If he wasn't JRU and basically taken out of the box, I wouldn't know who who else he could be. <laughs> and of course we already touched on this one but Vince McMahon and his limos over the years he you know he died by limo yeah. his character died by limo yeah for a day for a day yeah he, he made it a day <laughs> good job Vince time <laughs> hey all rich billionaires fake their deaths so. yeah at some point I guess you got to you know but read the room <laughs> yeah seriously uh, some uh, prestigious Cadillacs have made uh, the, made the show there with Honky Tonk Man and his pink Cadillac yeah, pink Cadillac which was actually a Diamond Dallas Page uh, find that they had Diamond Dallas made his Wrestlemania debut at Wrestlemania 6 driving the rhythm and blues down to the ring in a pink Cadillac pink Cadillac I also remember Brock Lesnar putting an axe through the door of a Cadillac on remember when the yes. Uh, who was Cadillac. the Stooges, the, yep. the younger Stooges, but they had a Cadillac out there. I remember Brock putting the axe through the door, and I'm like, well, hell, I didn't know axes could cut those kind of cars. Oh, shit, I had to start shopping around again, like, wait a minute. Can't have you coming to being able to get me with an axe. God. Another synonymous Cadillac that made an appearance was Gold Dust and Piper. Ah, yeah. So you had Gold Dust and his gold Cadillac. Had a gold Cadillac, and Roddy Piper, Piper chased him down in OJ's Bronco. OJ's Bronco, of course. All right. They even found the footage of OJ's <laughs> slow but sure chase and aired that, aired that as though it was Piper chasing him down. 
And I think uh, I think I even remember here Roddy Piper got to keep that Bronco at the end of that at the end nice. of that shoot. Yeah, <laughs> came up that day. Couple more that we got on our list here. Uh, I want to give a nod to Cena. Cena is also a gearhead like us. He's yeah. a, he's an auto aficionado, big time, uh, and he's had some fabulous looking muscle cars that have made their way down ringside over the years. Uh, matter of fact, I have seen his judge in person um, at the auto show one year in Charlotte. Okay, uh, very 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 cool car. Um, he also. He's a nut for like just one offs too. Like yeah. He's got some crazy small cars like a Mini Cooper yep. and a couple other things. Yeah, I see that. I think he had one of the one of the Bond cars or something yep. like that. Yeah, he's got a he's got an eclectic collection there. You know, he's not just one size fits all. He kind of goes all over the place. Yep. Uh, and the last one we're gonna talk about here is the military vehicle that DX drove. All right, the, the DX tank. That was a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> with, with a big cannon on it, somehow or another. But that was that was probably one of the most synonymous storylines with DX in the invasion that they tried to do on yeah. WCW uh, with the military vehicle and how if they would have pulled that off, if they would have listened to Kevin Nash. Oh God! If they had to let them drive that thing right into, oh, that would I remember been awesome. Nash saying he told him he said let, let him drive him right to the rig. He let said, him and Eric Bischoff, even on his podcast, he said, you know, now twenty twenty five years, thirty years later. He's like, I definitely should have let him right in because they would have been on our TV because we wouldn't have let their camera crew in. Yep. We would have let them in. And then he was like, then we could have sent 50 guys from the back down there to rough them up a little. That would have made you know, that could have been the end of WWF at the time. You know, they really gambled on that. And just like they expected, you know, WCW kept them out. Then they were able to go right back out to the fans and say, WCW locked us out there afraid of us. Yep. And <laughs> next thing you know, I remember Nat Hall and Nash both saying, we were right on the other side of that garage out there just standing there like, open the door. Come on, open the door. <laughs> they told him, they said, no, nah, the bosses said no way. Yep. So those are just some of the vehicles that uh, we could talk about here on this episode. Uh, you know, if, if you think of some, you know, reach out on our social media platforms, drop us a line, tell us what you remember about some vehicles. There's definitely been some interesting things happen throughout the years. And of course, like Frank said at the beginning of the episode, you know, cars and adrenaline and, and pro wrestling, it just goes hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Just, just like drinking and drinking and driving. I mean, no, 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 oh, no, that's no, right. No, I'm no, in the back seat. You in the back right. seat, sir. <laughs> Get in the back seat. And have a couple. <laughs> let me more. let me give Franco home, everybody. So with that, thank you for listening to today's episode, and we bid you adieu. Yowie wowie. Today's podcast was produced by SBP. You can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. Also, connect with us on our social media accounts. Search for The Booker's Alliance on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.